1: Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood, once again joined by my good buddy, Jake Thomas. Jake, what's up, man? Man,
0: doing great. We got a lot of good action this weekend. Of course, we have LSU, and uh, we haven't forgotten what happened in 2019, you know, after Ed Orgeron, what he said in the locker room. So, you know, we're going to be ready, and it's going to be joy joyless murder ball, as we call it.
1: That's right. We're we're, we're going to talk a lot about that here in just a few minutes. But first, I got to tell you about our friends at BetOnline.ag, whether it's the NBA, the NFL or college football, BetOnline.ag is the place to go for all your online sports betting needs. If you head on over to their all new and improved website or use your mobile device, you can sign up today and use promo code Believe50 to receive the 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. And real quick, Jake, our Atlanta Braves were able to win the World Series a couple of nights ago, the first in 26 years. Uh, what a great feeling that was as lifelong Braves fan and, yes. and the kind of turmoil we've been through the last, you know, 20-something years of not winning a World Series. But it was great to get that win and uh, a lot of fun to watch this team grow this year.
0: Absolutely, man. It was it was awesome. And, uh, and you know, I, I wish we would have won it at home, this guy's – but, but it was just a great feeling after having, you know, the All-Star game snatched from us. And then Rob Manfield having to give us the World Series trophy. I oh, know. I loved it. And and, he got and, booed. He got and,
1: booed. Oh, yeah, good. And and I'm, I'm glad that
0: Acuna was able to make it because, I mean, he's yeah. a big part of this, of this team, and he wasn't be able to be on the field. So, that makes him hungry to get back out there next year and – come out and kick butt and and if we've number one priority though I know this ain't you know a podcast about about Atlanta Braves <laughs> but we have to re-sign Freddie Freeman that yeah. is number one priority he's we've got to re-sign
1: him yeah Dansby Swanson even said so in his in the parade you know after in the celebration today mm-hmm. re-sign Freddie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah because yeah, he so is a heart and soul. He is he's he's every he means everything to that organization. As good as the young players are uh, Freddie Freeman is the heart and soul of that organization, and it would be a shame to let him walk away. Yeah, it would be. But anyways, let's get back to some some college football talk and some other talk. <laughs> and, and real quick, guys, make sure you are subscribed. We're trying to reach our goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube. We're sitting at around 115 right now, and we've gotten there really quickly. We really appreciate everybody that is subscribed so far. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere that you find great podcast, Make sure to hit that like button and the share button as well. All right, Jake, let's run down a couple of these SEC games outside of the matchup between Alabama and LSU uh, before, as we end this podcast here in a little bit. But, uh, L, uh, excuse me, Auburn at Texas A&M, Jake. What, what are your feelings on that game?
0: You know, this this has the potential, I think, for Auburn to, to keep on rolling. I mean, they've been playing well lately. But A and M, you know, ever since they they beat Alabama, it seems like they got a little bit of momentum and, and they're they've been playing outstanding. Uh Spiller has been, been outstanding and that running game's been been hot. Uh and, and you know, a lot of people put you know, ha- have reservations about Alabama being number two because of an unranked, lost an unranked a and team. But I'm sorry, a and a top 15 team. I mean, that defense is still great. And yeah. uh, and offensively, I know they have woes at quarterback, but Calzada's finally starting to come in on his own. But, I mean, with it being at home, the 12th man is tough. Uh, I can see Auburn still staying hot, but I can also see AM, you know, winning by, I'd say, 14, 15, 16 points.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I kind of feel like this game could either be extremely tight or A&M kind of wins it in runaway fashion. Either way, I think A&M gets the win. Yeah. I just think they're the more talented team. It's at home, so I'm with you. I think A&M gets the win here. Uh, real quick, let's just run down the rest of the SEC games, and you just tell me who you think is going to win. Uh, just to kind, this be a fun little segment here before we get to some album football talk. Absolutely. Right, Missouri at Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> By mile, <laughs> Liberty at Ole Miss. Uh, Ole
0: Miss.
1: Yep. Mississippi State at Arkansas. Uh I'm
0: going with Arkansas because it's, it's oh, at Arkansas.
1: Okay, I'm I'm going to go Mississippi State. I think they're hot uh, right now. I think yeah. Will Rogers is hot right now. They're coming off that big win against uh Kentucky. But you could also say that this is kind of a game that Michael Leach loses. You know, he's always know. we talked about it last week. This is how it felt like the Kentucky game is a game that he just wins. You could also make the the argument that this Arkansas game is a game that Mike Leach loses. So uh, I'm going to go with Mississippi State because I think they're playing a little better football right now than what Arkansas is playing. Yeah. Uh, Florida at South Carolina. Florida by a mile. Yep, I agree. All right. Tennessee at Kentucky.
0: Very interesting game, uh, but Kentucky is at home, so I'm going I'm to say Kentucky just – by like a three point win by late to field goal.
1: Yeah. Kentucky is only excuse me. I think Tennessee is now a one point favorite in the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Tennessee. I think Tennessee gets gets another kind of crucial win for for Josh Hopel in this first season. I think they're they're a lot better team than even what the record may indicate, you know, sitting there at four and four right now. Uh, you know, they hung with Alabama until the fourth quarter, and and their depth really showed there. Right. Uh, but as far as rosters, they're pretty comparable to Kentucky. Uh, I think Hendon is a much better quarterback than what Kentucky has. So I think Hendon Hooker is the difference in the game, and he's probably a guy in the SEC – that nobody talks about that's one you're really one of the better players
0: yeah i mean hidden hooker is 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 a really good uh playmaker you know he come in i think in the third game and uh after joe milton lost his you know uh, starting spot spot and that that tennessee offense has been been different since so you know he's definitely their future
1: yeah well they can make explosive plays Kentucky doesn't really make any explosive plays and I just think that's going to be the difference uh, in the game and I think it'll probably be a kind of a low scoring game maybe yeah. Tennessee wins 23 20 something along those lines so which is a low scoring game in today's <laughs> world of college football yep. all right let's move right on now to the uh, to the uh, Alabama matchup against LSU Alabama was a 28 and a half point favorite who would have thought you know, you think since Nick Saban's been in Alabama, this has been, you know, the game of the year really almost every single year. Much. And uh, to think that Alabama is now a, a four touchdown favorite over LSU, it's just kind of, it, it just kind of shows where LSU is at right now as a program. Uh, and like you mentioned, you know, in the introduction, uh, I don't think Alabama's forgotten what happened two years ago. And it's not really taking the loss, Jake. It's, it's the way LSU handled the law of the win in Tuscaloosa, yeah. in the post game, yeah. uh, they they celebrated more in that game than they did after the national championship. Yeah, uh, Coach O acted like you know a he had just <laughs> uh, yeah I mean that's just that's yeah. the only way to put it. He acted like somebody who ain't never been there. Right. So it was uh I I don't I think that left a bad taste in in the players' mouth, and I think it left a bad taste in Nick Saban's mouth as well. I don't think he's forgotten it either.
0: No,' because you saw what we did down to, and you know to them last year, down in their own home, but now we got them here, and you know them them guys, I'm sure there has been a quote in the locker room all week of what he said, you yeah. know after that game, and them them players have seen that the ones who were there and experienced that loss, you know they're gonna be fired up, and then them teaching the young ones who wasn't on the roster like here's you know. We have a standard at Alabama, and yeah, they did beat us. But you know, show a little bit of class, LSU didn't, and they they showed their rumps. You know, it, it's it's payback time, and yeah. I think it's going to be
1: ugly Saturday. Yeah, and what I don't understand, Jake, and, and we said we talked about it at the time on the podcast that that the loss didn't bothers near as much as the way they acted after the game and you know that 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 just it's lack of class um Mm -hmm. you know and i i liked ed orgeron up until that point he just it really rubbed me the wrong way and i i know that that video did not mean to you know get surfaced and made to the public but it never should have it, and no. it shouldn't have. I mean, no. that, what happens in the locker room should stay in the locker room. But right. you also also shouldn't be putting that kind of material out there. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. You, you need to be. You need to be careful with your words, because uh, nothing that he said was going to happen has happened. In fact, the exact opposite has happened. They're nine and nine since winning the national championship, Jake? Yeah. Nine and he lost nine his away. job. He's lost year. his job. So yeah. Uh, it's kind of come full circle on, on Coach O. It, you know, life comes at you fast. So, uh, you, you better be careful what you say and, and how you handle certain situations. And yeah. uh, I don't think that's the only situation that he's mishandled, but we're not going to really dive into that. <laughs>
0: right. But, you know, I kind of – I I think the realization finally hit Coach O. I think he was in last week's game or the week before. No, they played, they played Florida before, so it was last week's game. You know, he went for it like on fourth and three. And now, like the, the two-yard line or whatever, and he
1: just no—that was against Florida. That it was, was against, against Florida. Florida. Okay, yeah. So
0: he just—I was just like, man, he just don't really seem like. Oh yeah, he's it.
1: he's coaching with no restraints. He's just right. he's letting it all play out. But as far as this year's game goes, Jake, uh, uh, I expect Alabama to cover the twenty-eight points. I do too. Uh, LSU's missing a ton of guys in their defense. They they have—I think there's ten players that that played in the game against ucla to open the season that are not available against alabama because of injuries yeah so uh I, it's it's not just coaching it's injuries it's depth it's it's a lot of things uh so they're a team that is reeling and alabama seems to be finding its groove right now uh so i expect alabama to play well and really dominate lsu
0: absolutely and uh, we we have talked about it but uh You know, talking about this Alabama team defensively, ever you know since the loss to A and M, this defense statistically, I cannot say that has gotten better. If you overall now, I know we did give up, you know, those three explosive plays a couple weeks ago to Tennessee, but if you take those out, you know, we talked about it. You know, we shut down their running game and pretty much without them, without them three three uh, busted coverages, they have about 140, 150 yards passing. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, everybody talks about the defense. And, yeah, I've been one that's been harping on Pete Golden since he's been there. But this year I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Is struggled early, but the defense is starting to click. I
1: mean, the, the, the defensive line is finally clicking. They're – some and the same thing happened here. last year. The same yeah. thing happened last year, Jake. The defense yeah. played much better in the second half of the season right. than it did in the first half. So yeah. we might be, you know, kind of seeing seeing the same thing again this year. And one one yeah. quick stat here on the defense that I'm not sure a lot of people realize. Uh Alabama is an elite rush defense. And I'm going to tell you why. Right now, <laughs> well, the, the rush defense, Jake, yeah. we we're fourth in the country in rush defense, but mm. we have faced three of the top 13 rushing offenses in college football this year already. And wow. we're still the fourth ranked rush defense in the country.
0: That just shows we shut them down.
1: So we, 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 we have played three of the top 13 rushing teams and we still have a top five rush defense. So uh, our amazing. rush defense is elite. And yeah. and so uh, that's going to carry you a long way. LSU has no running game whatsoever. No. No. Uh, they can't stop the run either. No. So I, I it it's it could get ugly for LSU.
0: Yeah, and you know, we had praised Matt Johnson. I think he's a really good quarterback, but he has no weapons now. No, since, there's I mean, down. Down. Gone. Yeah. yeah. He has no weapons, and I mean they're they're gonna struggle. He's gonna struggle. Yeah. But but for us on the offensive side, like you said, I think Brian Robinson's gonna have a big night because they can't stop the run. We'd probably just feed him and Roy Dale. And uh, I think Bryce continues to do
1: Bryce things, you know. Yeah. I, I, what I would like to see is is maybe a pair of running backs going over 100 yards in great. this game. That, that that would be great to see. Uh, they also have a lot of problems uh, covering the tight end. And, you know, the – excuse me, the tight ends have struggled the past yeah. few weeks for, for Alabama. It's and time to get them rolling. It's time to get Latou and Billingsley rolling again, mm-hmm. and this would be a great opportunity uh, to do that this week against LSU. So uh, there's a lot to look forward to in this game because it's, it's kind of a, a game where Alabama wants to seek revenge. It's a game where they can kind of uh, dominate and, and kind of show the rest of college football who they are mm-hmm. and, and kind of set the tone for the rest of the season coming off the bye week.
0: Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to give you, uh, you know, since we're getting close to end the show, you, uh, are are you know defensive and offensive MVPs of the week? But here's a stipulation: no Bryce Young, no yeah. Brian Robinson, okay. And defense, of course, no no Will no. Anderson because I mean, my gosh, they, that dude, that dude's amazing. I mean, he'll he'll probably have he'll probably have three three and a half four sats in this game, probably. So,
1: <laughs> he could, um, yeah. So, but by the way, by the way, you said Will Anderson. Pro Football Focus released oh the God. top four pass rushers in college football, yeah. and the leading sack man in college football was not in the top four.
0: And leading tackle for loss, man. He leads the nation in tackles for loss, and he's I mean, not like, even on
1: there. How do you even have that list without Will Anderson at number one?
0: Because of garbage. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, that that was awful. <laughs> i don't i can't say i have nothing to say to that because it is pure stupidness
1: if you don't think alabama fatigue exists oh, yes exhibit a
0: yeah absolutely yeah
1: anyways go on <laughs>
0: yeah uh but my defensive player uh uh mvp for this week is somebody there's the guy you took last week and i still think he's he's got to get rolling here and he's it's getting late in the season i still feel like he's He's due to have a big game, and that's Malachi Moore. Uh, you know, we we love Malachi on this show, and he hasn't been that, you know, been that guy like he was last year. But I still think there's plenty of time. Uh, there's Been a couple of mis- you know, miscues defensively between him and Jordan Battle. Um, so I think I think he's starting to he's going to start turning the corner here, and uh, and offensively MVP. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Roy Dale Williams. You know, I think he's going to going to show up and show out. Uh, he's going to get plenty of touches because I, I, I figured by the fourth quarter, Brian Robinson is going to have his feet kicked up on the on the bench because <laughs> it's going to be like forty five to ten or something like that. So, you know, Roy going to get a lot of
1: carries. I, I like those picks. I really do. And and I'm going to go same position group on defense with you. And it's going to surprise some people. But I'm going to go with DeMarco Helms. Ooh, DeMarco that. Helms has had, has had a pretty tough season. And you know, a lot of that has to do with injury. Right. I, I have the feeling that, that with the bye week, and he's kind of played just you know sparingly since the Texas A&M game to kind of help heal up, I think he's going to be the healthiest he's been all season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to show uh, this Saturday night against LSU. I think he's going to have a big game. And uh, and I'm not saying in the box score, but I think he's going to let LSU receivers know he's present. Right. You know, he's he's a thumper, and I, I think I think he's he could make a few big time hits, maybe get a pick. Uh, and you know, believe it or not, he's the third leading tackler on the team. Right. So. So I, he's had a, he's had kind of an up and down year. So uh, I, I feel like Demarco Helms is due a big game. The kid's talented. So I, I'm yes. going to go with Demarco Helms on defense and on offense. We talked about how LSU has challenges covering the tight end. I'm going to go with Jaleel Billingsley. Billingsley is a mismatch nightmare. Six four, two hundred thirty something pounds. Runs like a deer. Uh, if if he can hold on the football like he's shown. His entire career, other than the last two or three weeks, uh, I, I have a feeling he, he could have a big game against LSU.
0: Absolutely. I love those two pits as well. You know, you, you, you picked uh, two guys that need to get it going. I got one that needs to get it going. And, uh, and yeah, so it, it's, it's great. I think, I think we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to be fine this Saturday night. I think, but what's your, what's your score prediction?
1: Uh I'm gonna go fifty two to fourteen Alabama. Uh I I'm not even sure LSU scores fourteen, but I'm gonna give them fourteen. Uh yeah. but I think Alabama easily gets to fifty.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say fifty-five to ten. So
1: So we're right there in the same neighborhood.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it it probably like I said, it'd probably over by halftime.
1: Yeah, I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh but yeah, but, it's uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, uh, really excited. I, I hope Alabama really punishes LSU. I, do too. I, <laughs> I do hope too. They, I hope they send Ed O out in the right way. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I know Saban don't have to run run it up, but Saban, if you get a chance to this game, do it. I don't care. I hope, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, if we score every possession, do it. I don't care. You know. Yep. If there's okay. one second left on the clock, take a timeout. If you're at the one yard, <laughs> one foot line, and go go for it, I don't care. You
1: know, <laughs> Me do either. Do Me it. either. But uh, that, that's going to do it for today's episode for our, our L- Alabama versus LSU preview and prediction so, show. Uh, we're both excited about the matchup tomorrow night, excited for Alabama to get back on the field after having a week off. So a lot to look forward to, a lot to look forward to uh, next week as the Tide Talk podcast continues to cover the Crimson Tide. we got some Bama hoops coming up next week as well, so really excited about that. Oh, man, uh, yes. Yeah, so it's no, November 9th. Is that Tuesday, I believe? Uh, We can get some, some album of hoops action. So excited about that as well. Like we said, that's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag sign up today, use that promo code believe 50 and on your first deposit, you receive a 50% welcome bonus. Smash that subscribe button and like, and share our content from you too. Jake, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night's game. Roll Tide.